This is Cortez Currents, and I'm Dee Clark with a news update. The Cortez Island Fiber Project is underway. Cortez residents on their travels about the island will have noticed some new sights along the road this January. Several sandwich boards bearing the City West logo have appeared in scattered locations, as well as roadwork crews with some unusual and specialized heavy equipment. All of this activity is part of the initial phase of the Connected Coast Project on Cortez Island. Quoting from the SRD press release of January 27th, The $4.3 million last-mile project is financed in part by the provincial government and operated by City West. The Connected Coast will provide backbone communication services to Cortez Island, as well as 138 other rural and remote communities, including 48 indigenous communities representing 44 First Nations. The project extends along the B.C. coast from Prince Rupert to Haida Gwaii, south to Vancouver, and around Vancouver Island. Pat Hubbard is the Chief Operating Officer of West Connect Infrastructure Corporation. WCI is the logo you'll see on their vehicles. WCI is a wholly-owned subsidiary of City West, created specifically to tackle the Connected Coast project. I visited the crews at work on the road near Squirrel Cove in January 26th through 28th, and I asked Pat how the project was going. She said the progress was pretty good, despite early snow delays and supply chain challenges, and they hope to be done with the heavy equipment phase by the end of March. The heavy equipment phase means the burying of the fiber cable bundle safely underground along 76 kilometers of our roadways. Bringing individual fibers out to homes and businesses is a separate phase. It involves a different set of skills and some somewhat lighter specialized equipment. As soon as the main cable is buried, the heavy crew will be off to other islands, Quadra, Denman, and Hornby this year. The crew of a dozen or so were chosen for their specific experience with directional drilling and trenching equipment, and some were recruited from inland provinces, including the oil patch in Alberta. The crew members I interviewed were not familiar with this part of the province, and they found Cortez Island very beautiful, even in the recent heavy fog. Unfortunately, they work long hours on a continuous three-week shift, with one week off per month, so they have little time to explore. WCI's crews will be with us for at least another two months. While I was interviewing them, several islanders drove by at speeds too high for worker safety. Pat and their crew asked me to remind Cortez residents to please slow right down when passing through the flagged work zones. When the last mile is complete in the almost 140 locations served by the project, undersea cable will be laid to landings where it gets spliced to each community's local fiber network. On Cortez, cables will be landing at Smelt Bay, Squirrel Cove, and Whaletown Bay. There's no firm schedule yet for completion of the undersea cable, but Dino Saconis, who is now with City West, told me that if all goes well, it should be soon after completion of the last mile phase, so April-ish. If there are no snags, it's possible that the southern region, that means us, might light up sometime this summer. When the entire Connected Coast project is complete, Cortez residents will have a direct fiber connection to the Vancouver Internet Exchange and City West will have a grand fiber loop from Prince Rupert to Vancouver via the mainland and back up from Vancouver to Prince Rupert via the coast. 
This redundancy should ensure continuous service, even if one leg goes down. CityWest service offerings are visible on their website, www.citywest.ca slash south. Cortez residents who would like to use these services when the fiber lights up are advised to sign up now. There is a sign up button on the webpage. Signing up in advance not only guarantees up to 100 meters of free fiber run onto your property, but two free months of internet service. Those residents who have separate rental units on their property can request dedicated fibers to provide cabins or tiny houses with independent internet service for an additional fee. City West's offerings and rate structure are going to be a bit different from what we've been accustomed to. According to Dino, there will be no total throughput limit, in other words, gigabytes per month. Rate plans will be based on connection speed, that is, performance, not amount of data transferred. Additional services can be piggybacked on the fiber, including voice, uh, that is, landline, phone, and cable TV. Dino expressed a strong intention on the part of CityWest to keep their network live in the event of power outages. The Connected Coast is a tremendously ambitious project. It's also a far-sighted investment in some long-term infrastructure. This spring, Cortez residents can see it becoming real on and under the ground. Cortez Currents will continue to provide updates, especially when new and interesting equipment arrives on the island or a project milestone is reached. Personally, I'm a sucker for both cable pulling and earth moving equipment. The more specialized, the better. If you share my interest in this kind of thing, I recommend visiting the Cortez Currents website for the full text of this article, which includes a lot of photographs and technical details explaining how this cable burial project is actually achieved. That would be at CortezCurrents.ca, and the article is Cortez Island Fiber Project Underway, so that's what to Google for. I'd like to thank the friendly and cheerful WCI crew, especially Pat, Thomas, and Cody. And many thanks also to Dino, who showed me one of the last few feet connections in Torque. These folks generously took time out of their busy day to share explanations and technical details.